God's grace, peace, and mercy be with you today. We pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you as we come to the end of this series on love and help us to resonate to your love today and what it means that you love all. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name, amen. Oh man, what's something else, huh? The smoke, the fog, amazing. As I was looking at that smoke yesterday, and it was coming in, and the smell was coming in, and I went in the garage, and oh my, you could really smell the smoke in the garage, because it's closer to the outdoors and the door. And then I thought, you know, that's like sin. Sin enters into our lives. You know, the smoke, you can't push it out. You you can go up and push it, but it won't go anywhere. You can puff and puff and blow, but it won't go away. The smoke is there. Contaminates us. Contaminates the air. It won't go away until the fires stop. Well, the wind blows it in a different direction, but it goes somewhere else then. Eventually, it'll go away when the fires are out, and they say, well, the fires are going to go out when the rains come. And not until then will the fires actually be out completely. Sin sin comes in like that too, like the smoke. And it hangs around and you can't get rid of it. You'd like to push it out. But evil is all around us. It's demonic. It needs a solution. And the solution is Jesus who defeated sin. We talked about a couple weeks ago the three D's. Because what's going on in the world and what's happening in our lives, sometimes we get depressed, discouraged, and defeated. And last Sunday we talked about God's wonderful love for us, and it's for you. As we experience love in us, we experience and share it with you. And so we said God's love is the three uns, unconditional, unending, and unchanging. And today we come to the final Part of part, our three parts. Remember, we started out with First John chapter four, where it says, "God is love," right? So we said, "God is love." Amen. And then last week we said, "Jesus loves you." Amen. And today we say, "Jesus loves all." Amen. And we might use the three ends. God's love is inexplicable; can't explain it. God's love is infectious. Goes from one person to another, not in the bad sense, but in the good sense. You're infected with that love and you just want to keep passing it on to others. And it's inexpensive. You, me, it's free. It's grace. Cost God his son, but it's free for you and me. Jesus loves all. Well, then that raises a question. If he loves all, then aren't all saved? No. That's the dilemma. The solution is you have to believe the good news that God sent his son, Jesus, to die for you and rise again. If you believe in the good news of forgiveness then from Christ, then you will rise also and live with him in heaven. And so then our mission becomes, for you and me and all of us, is to tell everyone the good news that God loves all. Jesus loves all. Then, if that's true, then all lives matter. 
Not just some lives matter, but all lives matter. Every life matters. The unborn, no matter the color, the nation, where we come from. But the world tries to offer different solutions. And they're all out there trying to get your attention of how they might solve all this. How they might solve the problem you and I face living in this confused world. There are all kinds of solutions, like, sure, elect the right people in office, and then we can solve this. That's not going to work. Politics doesn't solve the world. Oh, we can defund the police and get rid of the police, and we'll all be happy. That won't work. We need police. Oh, we can use COVID-19 to uh, control the people and keep them locked up and do what we want. That won't work either. Or we can start accusing people of racism every time they do something or say something and divide the people. That won't work either. You see, that's why Jesus is the only solution. He gives the solution. He's told you and me he's the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way. But yet, we hear that, we know that, but do we really believe it? Do we really grasp hold That's the challenge. Jesus said, love God with all your heart. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's how you live in this world if you want to make it work. We are bound by God's love. His amazing love. We've been talking about these three weeks. We have to see other people as God sees them and God sees them in love. God loves all the people, the rioters, the politicians, everybody. He loves them all. And we're to honor God's name. We pray in the Lord's Prayer, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Yeah, we want to keep your name honored, Lord. We want to honor you because you're so wonderful and great. And therefore, if we're going to honor his name, we take seriously the mission. He's, the mission. What he said, when Jesus ascended into heaven <clears throat> with his disciples, he said, Go therefore, and make disciples of all nations, teaching them to observe what I've commanded you, baptize them. Go therefore, he said. That was the commission when he went to center into heaven. That's amazing. Ten days later, Pentecost, the Spirit of God, Jesus returned through his Holy Spirit, and the flames of fire, the wind blew. The disciples preached in all kinds of languages and the people heard the message that they had crucified Jesus and, they, and the disciples were preaching and they said, what should we do? And Peter gave them the answer. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. The Pentecost is a season of harvest and the pe- people from all over came to Jerusalem for Pentecost. And on that Pentecost, just think of this, the Holy Spirit came down upon the people and the people, disciples started harvesting people. Another harvest was taking place and it continued down through all the years. It's amazing how Christ's love has spread. If you want to read something exciting, read the history of the Christian church from the time of the commission, go and make disciples of all nations at Pentecost until the present day. Christ's love has spread from generation to generation from continent to continent. Christianity is the only religion in the world with a major presence on every continent. Think about that. 
How many continents are there? Remember your geography? How many continents are there? Seven. Right. Seven continents. And Christianity is on all of them. What are they? Asia, Africa, Europe, North America, South America, Australia, and Antarctica. Antarctica? Have they got Christian churches? Yes. I'll show you that in just a moment. But what's happened is the church spread by the disciples from generation to generation and down to the centuries. It made mistakes. It made missteps. But there were miracles. And as explorers moved out into exploring new territories, missionaries went with them or followed them. There were people desiring to want to spread God's love. They wanted to be there and bring to these people, these indigenous people who were living in these countries in North America, South America, Mexico, Central America. They came. But as the conquerors came and explorers, they were sometimes ruthless and killed many of the people. Yes, there were some tragedies. And in the process, a lot of missionaries got killed too. Marchers. Wiped out, died. But the gospel continued to spread by the miracle of Pentecost continuing. So think of Antarctica, the last big continent to be reached with the gospel. Now, Antarctica is twice the size of Australia. It's huge. But before 1800s, there was nobody there but penguins. And then explorers started coming and started exploring it, and then eventually God was alive at the bottom of the world. You see, the population in winter in Antarctica right now, when it's the winter there, is about 1,100 people. Scientists and different people and service people are there. They live there in various isolated places of buildings where they keep warm. And then when they call the uh, peak season, which they might call their summer, but we would not call that summer necessarily, but there's 4,400 people there. And we didn't, maybe didn't realize that many people were there. And the amazing thing is there are eight different Christian churches established and leading people in worship in Antarctica. And so the gospel has spread to the farthest ends of the world. And in Revelation, John gets this, this view of heaven. It's a beautiful view when you read it in Revelation. The Lamb is on the throne. The Lamb is Jesus. And he's sitting on the throne. And gathered all around him are all these people. And it says, with his blood, he purchased them for God. The blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, purchased all these people. And it says these people came from every tribe, every language, every nation, every people group. No matter who they were, their color, their orientation, the continent they came from, these people are all around the throne of the Lamb, worshiping Him. Ah, what a sight. And that's where we're going to be someday, worshiping in heaven, worshiping the Lamb on His throne. You see, all lives matter. And that's why it's so important that we get the good news today that Jesus loves all. Amen. Interesting, as we go through life and think about this, you know, we're in a new age. 
called the information age. The next new horizon for the church to move forward into is we call it the digital age or the age of information. It's signals, data, expressed in a series of zeros and ones. And it comes out as messages, pictures, and various things on our iPads, our phones, our computers. It's a time of rapid technological advancement. But think about this. Back when, as Chuck said six months ago, when COVID hit, they said, no more church services for groups. You can't have groups together, 10 limits or whatever. And that meant the next Sunday. What did you do? Your technology people like Chuck and a few other people got together and they said, we can stream this. And people can watch it at home. And sure enough, we were able to watch at home. Live. We put streaming together. We do Zooming now. Wednesday mornings, Women Bible Study on Zoom. You can see the women talk. In the afternoon, we have seniors Zooming, sharing together, and worshiping. We have a worship service at the end of our time. Seeing each other and talking if we want to, but this is the information age. We've got to be in tune to it. And so when this COVID ends, it's recommended that we don't give up our, our data processing and our digital times, but really build on it. The church needs to continue to reach people. This is the new way of reaching people. We may not need buildings like we have anymore. We may not need churches as big as we, as we have in the past. Who knows what the future is? But it holds some exciting things because, because God wants us to spread the gospel to all people. He wants all people to be saved, to hear the good news of Jesus, that Jesus is our Savior, our Redeemer, and our Lord. Wow, that's exciting. But it starts, as I said, with the good news is that God is love. John, 1 John 14, or 1 John 4. So I can say, God is love. Amen. We can say, Jesus loves me. Each of us can say, Jesus loves me. Amen. I can say to you, Jesus loves you. Amen. And we can all say, Jesus loves all. Amen. Wow. That's an amazing thing that we can have this kind of love. Wonderful love. It's inexplicable. It's grace. But it's for you to believe in Jesus as your Savior. And then to get excited about sharing it. To become infectious and sharing it with the people out there. So yes, to all this love, I invite you to say yes to Jesus. Yes, Jesus, I love you. Yes, Jesus, I love you because you first loved me. Yes, Jesus, I love others. I want them to hear the good news. Yes, Jesus, let your love flow through me to others. And yes, Jesus, I believe in your love that you went to the cross. You paid for my sins. You died for me, and you forgive me all my sins. I am free the bondage of sin. Wow. Say yes to his love. God bless you. We pray, Heavenly Father, thank you for your love. May we all say yes.
to your love. Yes, Jesus, to your love that went to the cross and died for us and forgives us. Yes, Lord, you paid the price for my sins and the sins of all the people here and everywhere. Yes, Jesus, you love all. Yes, Jesus, we surrender ourselves to you that we can be your servants and share your love with others. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in your name, amen.